This is Pixelated Audio, episode 154, and you're listening to Greatest Driver on the MSX2. Welcome to Pixelated Audio, a podcast focusing on game audio, its history, and the people behind it. We're your hosts. I'm Gene, and this is Brian. How's it going? Today we're going to be playing music and talking about Greatest Driver. It came out on the MSX2, and that track that brought us in was the opening theme using the YM2413. What a track. So folks who are following along at home, there's a really cool cutscene that plays while this is going on, so it's suitably epic for all of the like, you know, comic <laughs> panel stuff that's happening. Like you're prepping. It's basically a montage scene. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cool. It's good. You, know, you can see the the inside of the car, like the engine. It's yeah, gears you up. <laughs> yeah, Greatest Driver is a 2D Formula One racing game with a behind the back perspective, similar to games like Rad Racer on the NES or. Maybe a simplified version of the Monaco GP games, if you're familiar with those. It's a pretty popular style of racing game in the late 80s, early 90s. Everybody was doing it. Everybody who was anybody was doing it. You know, it's it's like OutRun, where you kind of see the course moving in front of you, but it's still a 2D animation thing. So it's yeah. not really... Your, your car does not move. <laughs> everything, you're just driving everything around you. <laughs> pretty much. You're simulating 3D, but it was uh, <laughs> in the days when that was all you could really do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the game was released uh like we mentioned in 1988 by T&E Soft for the MSX2. And T&E Soft, we've talked about them several times before. Really cool company and very interesting. Um they were very small. Japanese developer it was founded in Tokyo in 1982 by brothers Toshiro and Eiji Yokoyama. And some of their best known games include the Hydlide series, Pebble Beach Golf and a lot of other golf games. They made Red Alarm for the Virtual Boy, which we did back in episode 65 a few years ago. And uh, also they did like teeny golf on the Virtual Boy, a bunch of a bunch of golf games. Tons of golf games. That's almost yeah. their biggest claim to fame. Highlight is a little bit notorious in the US. Uh, the very long story short there is it came out so much later that by the time 
it was available here quantum leaps and game graphics and and stuff had come out so people were like what is this piece of crap it's so bad exactly but, you know it was like three or four years old at that point and it was like a launch nes title pretty much <laughs> right so I, but they were pretty strong you know throughout yeah. the 80s and 90s and then in may in 2002 teeny soft corporation changed its name to d wonderland inc and then in 2003, they founded a company called Digital Golf, which continued publishing under the TNE brand. It was a continuation of their bread and butter, which was the golf titles. True. But by this point, they were starting to wind down game development. They still had a few releases here and there. But by the 2000s, they were, you know, kind of just just had a few golf titles, but they didn't have nearly as much of a library as they used to. Right. And since then, they've been involved in a lot of different mergers and acquisitions from companies like Spike Chunsoft and D4 Enterprise. But T&E Soft in its various forms stopped game development a few years after that uh, with games like True Swing Golf on the DS and DSiWare. And that was kind of like their 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 swan song, I guess. Uh, well, I wouldn't say they're maybe their best game, but like, you know, their goodbye to the uh, to the world of golf games. Yeah, so one of those more recent acquisitions, D4, I think they only got them a few years ago, so there may be a future for some of those Pebble Beach golf games. So stay tuned, Pebble Beach golf fans, I guess. <laughs> or Virtual <laughs> Boy uh, golf fans or Red Alarm fans. Yeah, I mean, they're basically a holding company at this point, but that's, you know, we had hey, some fun times. <laughs> still. Anyways... Let's get into our next track here. This is the uh, opening theme, but the PSG version. Originally, we came in with the YM2413 version um, because the game actually has both sides of the soundtrack for both um, sets of hardware. This is really cool. So let's take a listen. And we'll be right back. PSG version of the opening theme composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tamita. Yeah, this is a really cool version, actually. I, I like the FM, but I gotta say, like those those little flourishes of the PSG and the and the um, vibrato that uh, some of those tones kind of dip into is really, really cool. And honestly, a really fun soundtrack to listen to on both uh, sets of sound. 
It's a lovely song with really great melodies, and they've retained most of the elements that I really enjoyed about it, even in the pared-down hardware. So, yeah. I mean, PSG, we all know, is pretty simplistic, but it sounds beautiful. I loved it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> honestly, you, you may be asking yourself, why, uh, Gene and Brian, did you pick Greatest Driver to feature in this episode? There's a lot of really good soundtracks out there. Greatest Driver, eh, it's all right, right? But you know what? We, we decided on doing this because it was like one of those little special finds right like it has interesting music it's got some really cool composers who have worked on several different neat you know soundtracks and it's also really nice and compact so we can kind of dive through it together and then uh move on to recording another episode (laughs) yeah exactly these short shows are a great way for us to jump back in you know it's been Several weeks, I don't know. right? Yeah, it's been it's been about a month yeah. since I think we last recorded, and we, well, we just needed something small to kind of get the juices flowing again. But uh, I got to say, in particular, the soundtrack, the opening and endings are really great. There's some fun tunes in the middle, but like, stay tuned, folks. It's uh, you're, you're, <laughs> there's a good one coming yeah. up pretty soon. So uh, I don't think you sold it there, though, Gene. I didn't. But... Oh, I'm sorry. but you know we haven't really talked about these composers on the show um, and we don't have much information on either of them either so Kazunori Hasegawa uh, is a Japanese composer and a sound designer he worked on the music for Undead Line for the Sharp X68000 and he also worked with the other composer on the soundtrack Shigeru Tomita uh, on Sayo Blade and Runeworth for the PC88 and what x68000 i think i don't remember i actually just discovered runeworth today when we were looking through the credits that's an awesome soundtrack I, very I cool soundtrack more. yeah yeah now the other composer shigeru tomita joined tne soft around 1985 originally as a programmer but then moved on to composition he also did what most composers do he also worked on arrangement sound design sound programming you know since he came from that programming background sound driver programmer and he was often credited as tommy in games uh tomita left tne soft around 1991 and unfortunately to our knowledge has not worked on other games which is unfortunate because what i've heard from him has sounded great but he's worked on games like the ladox series uh which is a series of shoot 'em ups hide lied two and three sio blade as, as we mentioned before and new 3d golf simulation for the super famicom a few other yeah. ones too, but those are the ones that are probably most well known, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a stretch. I, like, yeah, he worked on um, Diva, which is like, um, or it's it's spelled Diva, but it's it's like in Japanese, like phonetically, it's Diva. So I'm not exactly sure there, but it's Diva Story, which is like the um, it's like a uh, war simulation. Hmm. There's a bunch of like dots all over the screen, and like you have to kind of map out where you're going to go, and then you have like this, you know, side scrolling kind of thing anyways um <laughs> looks kind of cool that was for the pc 88 and the fm town stuff like that so. definitely yeah. yeah anyways uh yeah so they worked on both soundtracks and you can hear that um they, they they did a really good job with this seemingly very short soundtrack i think there's a total of like seven minutes of audio between like both of them something uh, but like that yeah but let's go ahead and get into our next track here this is mode select Uh, from Greatest Driver on the MSX2.
That was the FM version of Mode Select from the game Greatest Driver, composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tamida. Yeah, you might find the game as GD colon Greatest Driver, but on the title screen, it's just like Greatest Driver with a big G and a big D. So <laughs> if that clears things up, this is a really cool track. I like the baseline a lot. It's super strange. It's really cool, though. It is very unusual uh, dissonance between the bass line and the melody. I actually really like it. I, I couldn't listen I to it for super long, but I think it works. Yeah, I mean, it's only a, like a minute long before you hit the loop, like 50 seconds or something like that, but let's listen to that bass line. were they thinking for mode select there's <laughs> almost like a flange effect or something in there it's yeah. weird i really yeah. like it <laughs> yeah let's jump into our next track here this is course overview using the opll or the ym 2413 that was course overview from Greatest Driver using the OPLL or YM2413. Yeah, we usually don't play a 15 to 20 second loop as a as a track, <laughs> but not a whole lot here. So we got to let's do it. It's, it's cool, you know, it's like. But in the spirit of the game, it's time to move on. So let's get on to our next track. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talk about it. Let's just move on. This is tuning mode from the uh, YM2413 version of Greatest Driver. Alright, that was Tuning Mode from the YM2413, composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tomita for the MSX2. I am pumped to make sure I tune to get around those tight corners. I am all tuned up. (laughs) So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the game. Obviously, this track is called Tuning Mode. It should be pretty obvious where this plays. There are some really basic tuning options. you can choose like your tires, your engine, that sort of thing. And I think there's options like A, B, C, D. And, you know, if you've played a racing game, you know what this means. It's kind of that turning and cornering and max speed versus balance and, and that sort of thing. There's nothing too special here, but just gives a little bit of customization so that you can... Different racetracks may require a certain kind of setup versus another one, basically. <laughs> Not a, a lot of customization you can do there but it's neat because you get information about your car the way that the the game lays your um your player out is you get uh you can you know switch manual gears right and go and shift from one to six gears you can also um check your your tires to make sure they're okay your um exhaust uh you know your 
I don't know what else is on a car. On if you played a racing game, you know what to expect. In fact, the customization is so limited. Yeah, it's foil. That's that's yeah. a thing, right? That's a thing. In, in the years since, there's definitely been a lot better customization options in racing games. So, but the game doesn't yeah. look so bad. Your window of view is pretty small because there's a bunch of other stuff around the screen. So you you kind of lose out on um, an open view. But the MSX, you know. I think it was pushing pretty hard here too, because you like a fuel gauge, a temp gauge, um, information about your car and other cars on there. You can play with up to two people, so it's you know, <laughs> it's a racing game on the MSX in 1988. You know, yeah. <laughs> what else yeah. is there to say about Take it? it. <laughs> yeah. Now it did come out on. A, it, I think it was a cartridge, um, but it was released on a double-sided disc that you could buy uh, both uh, two different discs you can buy, and then. Also released, we talked about this a long time ago. The Takedo um, machines, where you can go in and like use a rewritable disc and like mm-hmm. rent the game or, or whatever it was. And so um, that was a way to play it too. The game, when it was released, it was like eighty bucks or something like that. So um, not exactly that cheap. But if you need to get your racing fix in, I mean, this game has it all. Uh, it even has like little spectators that come out and like wave you down and like a pit crew and stuff like that. You can race in several places around the world like portugal uh do a gp there um there's a great britain gp a france gp of course belgium germany hungary uh italy japan usa canada and mexico and also brazil so i basically all over the place and uh get this really sweet race car that you can tune up so actually, this is kind of cool. Um, when we were doing research for this episode today, we actually found another game called Greatest Driver 2D Special. Just w- turns out that there was another game in this series, except instead of a behind-the-back racer, it was actually a top-down, bird's-eye-view, single-screen racer, kind of like, uh, what was that game you mentioned, Brian? Yeah, yeah. You basically, if you remember, if you've ever played like you know Super Off Road or something like that, it looks like a very simple version of that. Yeah, and it actually has music that plays during the race. So instead of you know the original Greatest Driver, where you just hear tire sound effects, engine squeals, that sort of thing, it actually has. I mean, it also plays sound effects, but it has a background track, which is really cool. And uh, we actually found it was part of a TNE game disc disc magazine. Yeah, it was a disc magazine that yeah. it was released. They they had a few of them. So TNE Soft had put together, um, you know, several magazines, basically like demos and stuff of their upcoming games. Um, and they would have little things, you know, bonuses in there or things about the the you know composer or not about the composer, but about their team. Um, and then this was the second disc magazine, and it had a Greatest Driver 2D special as a, like mini game as as you know as they do, I guess in disc mags and yeah, yeah this was yeah this was released in 1989 so it was like it seemed just like a little side project we don't know who actually did the composition for this at least i didn't find it I'd probably have to go through the uh the rest of the have to go through no. the rest of the notes see if we can find it but uh, the title does use the same yeah. music as the original greatest driver so it may be the same team yeah could be yeah <laughs> anyways let's take a listen and uh see how it sounds
right, that was the race track from the Greatest Driver 2D special released on the disc mag in 1989. And uh, this is pretty cool, actually. I'm glad we stumbled across this. You know, one of those things that could have gone unknown, you know, or under under the radar and we just missed it. But no. Yeah, that was a really cool cool discovery. Yeah, I I (laughs) had no, again, a lot of things I'm learning for the first time today, I probably would have missed it. I was just going on creating notes for the for the regular game and Brian's like what's this 2D special game <laughs> so that's how that's how you found that's that how out this everybody <laughs> anyways we got one more track here uh, this is this is a, a really cool track it's the victory track and we're going to also listen to uh, the OPLL version again because it's just so wicked cool on the uh, the YM2413 so this is victory composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tomiya <laughs> The YM2413 version of Victory from the game Greatest Driver, composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tamida. Really um, embodies that, that victorious feeling, and it's a, it's a nice little track. It's you know, pretty simple, but I think it has a really nice energy to it. I I love racing uh, credits or, you know, like those those meddling things. Sometimes the music isn't really that important. It's just the, I beat a really hard race, and then you throw down the controller in victory instead of disgust. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it brings that back works. memories of playing racing games as a kid and, and winning really hard races. I'm looking at UF zero GX. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been a while. I got to pop that back. in. <laughs> Anyways. So today we covered greatest driver on the MSX two composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tomita had a lot of fun chatting about it and uh, some really, some really rad little music to come across. For sure, yeah. It was a good time. If you want to know more about the show, then check us out online at pixelatedaudio.com for the show notes and the track list. We can also be found on our Discord, which should be available on our website. It's a fun time. If you like talking about video game music, come join us there or other stuff too. Uh, you know, Of course, that's our core subject matter, but we have people that are interested in a lot of different things. So come chat with us. We got stuff to share, then share it there as well. Anyways, if you like the show, please leave comments or feedback. We always appreciate that. And if you're new to our podcast, make sure you check out some of our past episodes. We've done a number of short shows like this uh, to highlight games that have enjoyable music, but we wouldn't normally cover in a full like hour long show or something like that because it's just not a lot of music. So like this episode, 30 minutes, you know, get your VGM fix and you're good. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Something to hold you over until we have those meaty shows. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, the track taking us out here is the staff roll. Once again, using the YM 2413 composed by Kazunori Hasegawa 
and Shigeru Tomita. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you back in a few weeks for the next episode.